You are listening to the Mango Tea Podcast with Jody and DK. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Mango Tea Podcast and email us at Mango Tea Podcast at gmail.com. Bam. We also want to thank all our listeners from last week for the first two episodes. Well, actually, episode and a half. Um, we're gonna thank you guys for listening. Thank you for your comments. We just want to make sure you tweet, comment, download. Don't forget to subscribe, share, tell like, your friends, tell a friend, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your, your grandmother, cousin. your cousin, everybody. Tell your. But thank cousin. you guys for listening, though. Yes, thank you. All right, so today's episode, we're giving you tea as always with a, a slice, slice of, of mango, 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 ooh, mango. Mango, mango, mango. Tea. I wasn't ready to buy mango beer and go tea. Listen, uh, the new Miss Lou. This is your tuned in to do the show. Rising stars. Wait, what judge are you? Are you judging? Listen, I'm. Ju- like, what? Wait, I'm on Simon. Yes. No. <laughs> we don't know who he is. We don't know. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for episode two. Episode two. I'm excited. Yeah. Episode one was great, but I think this today we have a lot of spicy, juicy topics to talk Ooh. about, and I'm very excited about it tonight. Very sweet. Take your, take your blood pressure medicine. <laughs> get your mango, get your cup of tea, <laughs> mint, ginger, anything. Yes. All right. So we're going to start off today with Talawa in the Maracons. Talawa? <laughs> She's Trini right now, by the way. <laughs> I'm working on my Trini accent. <laughs> Shout out to all my Trinis. So we actually have two items to talk about for Talawa in the mm. Maracons this in the week. Maracont. Um, the first is the Jamaican Maroons in Akampung, St. Elizabeth. They celebrated 200 years of the signing of the treaty between the Maroons and the British. Um, back in the colonial times, they celebrated every single year. Nice. I have never heard of this festival. I've never heard of it. I'm actually, uh, <laughs> to be honest myself. Yeah, I was. This is we, something new to me. <laughs> I was doing some research and I literally stumbled on it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is so cool." That's very interesting because, strange enough, we always know about the Maroons growing up in Jamaica, yeah. but this is something we've never been privy to. Yes, and it's like they they tell us these little snippets, yeah. but we don't know more about their like culture, their way of life. Because they have their own central bank, they have their own money, they have mm. their own lands, and they don't pay taxes. I want to be a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> but, so we're going to dive more into the Maroons, and we're also going to talk about um, indigenous people of other Caribbean islands yeah. as well. Um, and then the second is, we want to highlight this country, mm. because y'all, listen, y'all have y'all been doing it. it. And y'all, you may have stumbled, but you surely get up strong. Haiti, it's been 10 years since the devastating earthquake that rocked the island and essentially Mm -hmm. brought it to a halt. I remember the earthquake. Yeah, I I, remember vividly. I was actually in Jamaica when it happened, and I was in my living room, and I felt like a shake. And I was like, Mommy, you feel that? And my mom was like, "No." (laughs) no, what are you talking about? And then couple minutes later we found out that yeah so it had ripple effects across the entire caribbean and haiti has been through a lot i mean prior to that they had the hurricane and then even after that they've had had hurricanes that have really devastated the country i feel like they've always been through a lot like the country itself has yes and even now they're going through uh, civil unrest yeah. um, between the government and the opposition. And the, uh, the UN Security Council actually uh, released a statement stating that they wanted to have talks 
between the parliament Mm -hmm. and the opposition. Uh, Some of the things that are happening now in Haiti Mm -hmm. is uh, they're having a lot of protests, especially in in the capital, and they're protesting corruption, scandals, the surging fuel prices, uh, widespread poverty, and also crime across the country as well. Because I was actually trying to go to Haiti for my birthday next month, and I emailed a hotel, and they told me not to come. What? Yeah, they told me not to come. They're like, no, you need to stay home. Yeah, you need to stay because of the the But I think also with the the protests and everything that was happening, I feel like it was more towards the city. Because I've heard from people that I know that have family family in Haiti, and they're... Everything is concentrated in the city, so I feel like. But you still. It would have been good if you went to the uh-huh. the north coast, or. But you still have to go into the city for the airport. The city for the sure. airport. Um, actually, one of my friends she told me stay your ass at home Sheesh. too. <laughs> but I'm proud of the people for protesting though, because I feel like at the end of the day, nothing change doesn't occur if we don't speak up. Yes. So I feel like the Haitian community is definitely saying something needs to be done about poverty, about crime in the country, about yeah. politics. I feel like. Politics in Haiti, just like a lot of Caribbean countries, is completely corrupt. Yes. And the and people are realizing that, you know, hey, it's time for you guys to do something or get out. And I'm going to say this, and I may get, like, backlash, but yeah. I don't care. Haiti <laughs> has doesn't. been raped by the colonial powers of this world. They have been. From have. independence, even before independence, yeah. to now. Um, and they've just been tortured. So that trauma, that uh, instances. It's still there. Yeah. That, They're feeling the ripple effect. Like yes. They, they still haven't healed from that. But it's strange because Haiti also is still one of the first countries in the Caribbean to be in the, to get in independence. It is the first country. You, it yeah. Is, yeah. And then you would think that as the first country to be to gain independence in the Caribbean, Haiti would have gotten to a better or should have been in a better place than they are right now. You know what? Babylon don't like to see us feel be strong, being number True, one. but at what point are we, are they or we going to take accountability for where they are? Do we still talk about the fact that the colonizers, they're the reason why the country is like that? No, or do we start taking blame for it, though? Um, I, I Haiti, think just like Jamaica, need, uh-huh. there's a lot going on with crime. And I feel like, okay, but I where like does it Haiti, stop when it comes down to the colonizers and where does it start with us? But for me, I, I think that Haiti, it's not them. It's the external factors. True. It's you, a lot of If you have factors. a successful black country like that, majority yeah. black in the world, and you're a colonizer, you're, you're a colonizer, yeah. you don't want to see them be number one. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. So you make other areas around them. If you look at DR, their mm. cousins, they're quote unquote wealthy. Mm. That's but my, look at the disparity. Look at the difference between Haiti and DR, though. Yes. Like even if you take an aerial view of both countries, there's a. But even big like difference. lending practices, like the, probably the rates that um, Haiti's, Haiti's borrowing from is higher, way higher than, than DR. other countries. True. I, I think a couple of years ago, I read that Haiti is still paying France money. For gaining its independence, yes. They are paying France money yes. <laughs> for saying, hey, I want my own country back. Yes. That doesn't make sense. It's almost like when they're telling us to pay to find out where we're from. Like, okay, you enslaved people, and then you tell them, pay for the land back or pay to tell me where I was from. Yeah. Come on. I mean, I did the test, but... <laughs> hundred dollars? I think it wasn't hundred dollars. It was But like... it's sad, though. Going back to that thing with, with France and Haiti, though. Like, you're telling them to still pay money for gaining independence. And that's why Haiti maybe possibly is still in the situation they're in right now. Yeah. And then you have ri- widespread corruption. White, yeah. 
and then you and then also like investment banks in the US mm-hmm. they will invest in the country quote unquote invest but really but they're raping over. the country of the resources yeah because I heard rumors about the whole Clinton Foundation and how they went into Haiti allegedly allegedly yeah allegedly <laughs> went into Haiti and they were supposed to be helping out but all they're doing is just buying out land and basically taking over yes like allegedly yeah allegedly <laughs> we don't want to get in yeah, trouble so not. we're saying allegedly <laughs> Um, someone schooled me on that this yeah. uh, this mm-hmm. past week when we were getting feedback. Um, but you know what? We're here for the our Haitian brothers and sisters. We are. And let's let's put it out there. Haiti is a beautiful country. I've seen pictures. Shout out to Jesse who who has been really promoting Haiti mm-hmm. and showing the world that Haiti is a beautiful place to live, it to have, to start a business, to grow a business. I feel like here's the thing with the media and the world itself. I realize that there's a portrayal. The different portrayal of Europe that's Fish. so different from the Caribbean or a black country or a country that's com- that's majority a majority black. Yeah, black. Definitely. Yeah, you ever notice that every time they show countries like Haiti, they're not showing them their financial district. They're not showing um, their tourism. They're their going big into buildings. Like the, yeah. the poorest or the worst. Or yeah, and they're showing areas. Yeah, they're showing yeah. the poor little kid that looks like he has no slipper yeah. on. I mean, they've been doing that for African countries for, for decades. For too long. Decades. And listen, Ghana, Nigeria, all of Africa is mm-hmm. lit. Lit. I yeah, mean, and the economy <laughs> is growing. Let's just not talk about because I feel like with black countries, almost like okay, they're okay saying, oh, they have great beaches, they have great um, trees and sand and tourism. It's good to go there for tourism. But let's also highlight the fact that a lot of the countries are still good for business. Yes, especially their um, their locations yeah. close to like the United States, South America. That too. All of that. Um, so we just have to wait and see what happens with Haiti. Yeah. I, we're praying that yeah, they come they out have of this our successful and they are able to grow yeah, and provide a future for the nation. Yeah, because they are part of our family. Like we are, we're Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So they one are Caribbean. Us, we are them. Yeah, it's one Caribbean. All right, talking about one Caribbean, mm. uh, we're going to talk about CARICOM. Mm. So the CARICOM Secretariat. Uh, the Right Honorable Mia Motley. She's a Prime Minister for Barbados. Yes. Or as I like to call her, Auntie Mia. Auntie Mia. <laughs> um, the she, person the auntie for the name. Yes. Uh, she is actually going to be the Secretariat for the next six months. I think nice. that's how CARICOM does their leadership. They mm-hmm. switch it between the different Prime Ministers. So she, her message, I took some time to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Her message, it, it was short. It was short yeah, and was sweet. Short. Um, but I have a few takeaways that I want to make sure that everyone um, is aware of. So number one is um, she wants everyone to work together. As it's we like, should. It's she like did sound a- like a real good priest, though. She yeah. sounded like one of those evangelists. Like, let's work together, brothers and sisters. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing that she wants to is to create trade opportunities and relations with the EU and Britain, yes. given that Britain just approved Brexit. Brexit. It's real. Yes. So they think there's an opportunity there to increase trade between CARICOM countries and the EU uh, yeah, and Britain as well, because there's a lot, tons of West Indians yes, in a London. Lot. A <laughs> lot. Jesus. It, especially hopefully they don't try to come and take over, though. It's a trade. Let's it's, let the <laughs> European countries know. It's just a trade. It's a trade, yep. And then another topic. Like 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> another topic that she touched on that's close to my heart. Mm-hmm. She wants cheaper travel. Yes. Between Caribbean <laughs> countries. Yes. That should have been happening a long time ago. Yes. I mean, there have been a couple of ventures, but they've always failed. 
Wait, do you know the average um, price of a ticket between the Caribbean countries? I like from Jamaica to, say, Cayman or Jamaica to Trinidad. So I paid for, two years ago, I paid for a flight from Trinidad to Jamaica after Carnival. One way, I paid 150 Okay, that's not bad. But that was two years ago. I think now it's like $400 one way. 400 Yes. Yeah, that's that, that's a bit much. Yes, and even if, there, there's also like small regional carriers too, like mm-hmm. Liette they operate in the Eastern Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And it's that's how a lot of countries mm-hmm. get people to come in through Liet. Liet is essentially, mm-hmm. I've heard, it's the spirit <laughs> of the Caribbean. Oh, we're not traveling <laughs> that then. No, we're going to leave that alone. Yes. Um, but that's a good thing, though, because I feel like in order to increase relations between all the Caribbean countries, start making the, sh- the tickets cheaper. Yes. Like a lot, of, I think a lot of Carib- people that when you grow up in the Caribbean, you don't experience going to yeah. Trinidad. Yeah. Like everybody that's traveling is usually, I remember back in the days people used to go to Cayman a lot. Yeah. For work. But I don't Bahamas. remember people talking about they're going to Trinidad or they're going to Barbados. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, I mean, growing up, people were like, oh, I want to go visit one of them small islands. <laughs> <laughs> small and they, island. still, they still say, no, like my uncles they do, still But they're say, going to Cayman, that's it. Yeah. I, I would love to go to St. Vincent and the Grenadines, yes. St. Lucia. Oh, I want to come. I just want to go everywhere in the Caribbean. <laughs> I just want to travel and just go all. Yes. Another thing that she highlighted is trade and communications with the African Union. Mm-hmm. So this is a very, very important thing for her. Definitely. And also important for me because I don't believe that people of the Caribbean should be paying visa fees to go into African countries. True that. It get me upset. Yeah, like why are we paying? Listen, that's where we are from. Nobody told them to take us from where we're born exactly like you should be paying me to come there exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so i can learn about my ancestors yeah, exactly come on so, so one of the things that she's gonna they're planning to do is they are gonna have shared office space in nairobi kenya Good. um and there's gonna be a, a specific caricom office and it's gonna be next Good. to a couple of u.n offices so we can increase relations and then within the next six months there is actually going to be an African Union CARICOM Summit. And the things they're going to talk about is sea and air access, uh, cultural exchange, and trade. I mean, year of return was huge. Huge. I mean, even the, I think it was the Ghana, Ghanaian prime minister came to Jamaica. Yeah. um, Oh, yes, he was in Jamaica. I think it was in December. No, it was earlier than that. Um, It was the start of the year. And he said... Jamaicans can come to Ghana visa free. And I said yes, because there was no way I was going to pay any visa (laughs) fees to go to Ghana. Exactly. Nigeria, I'm looking at you. (laughs) Please start. (laughs) Please take note. I don't pay a visa fee to go to an African country. At all. I don't pay to go, I don't pay visa fee to go to a Caribbean country, especially with my Caribbean passport. I am Irish. She refuses. (laughs) Don't do it. Do, do not. I will keep my funds with me. <laughs> we can charge. We can charge the Europeans. The yeah, let's do that. Charge them to come to Korea. Man, I paid for to go to South. Oh no! Oh my oh, gosh! <laughs> All right. Um. So our next topic is Guyana. Guyana. Um. So you must be wondering, why are you talking about Guyana? And why is Guyana considered a Caribbean country? <laughs> okay. Well, it seems to be in the South America, but it's all right. You know. <laughs> so recently, um, so I think, I don't know if most of you know, but Guyana has a uh, an agreement with ExxonMobil to do offshore oil drilling. Nice. We'll, and and ExxonMobil is an American country. It's yes, it's, it's an American company. So, you know, a lot of question marks are over that. Oh, yes. Who's making the profit? 
who's taking the money? It's supposed is to be Guyana sure. really benefiting from all of this? Who knows? Only time will tell. Yeah, only time will tell. But you know, and, it, <laughs> and which which level of society is gonna get true, that? True, that too. Um, currently, so ExxonMobil released a statement this week and said that they found additional um, sources for offshore oil. Mm, so in addition to what they found, what they there's even more. The, so they're that. projected to do. 7 billion barrels in 2020 alone. Wow. So that's 4 billion US into the economy. That is nice. Yes. And if you are into stock exchanges, I think Guyana is probably going to be poised next. Mm -hmm. But their their stock exchange is a little interesting. <laughs> they can learn from Jamaica. They they yeah, they, they definitely can. Learn from Jamaica. Um so their stock exchange, they only exchange, do trades, trades on Mondays on Monday. yeah. once a week. Mm -hmm. Um and But they just started though, so and they only have 15 local companies on the exchange. I know that Trinidad and Tobago, they're looking to gain access to that uh, stock exchange so they can do some trades there, Barbados as well. Um, and I think a lot of, I think what Guyana can do, they can take a lot of lessons from Jamaica. They need to. Oh. Because Jamaica started their junior stock exchange, which has been mm. really, really powerful. And I think it has helped push the economy because Hello. it targets medium-sized businesses. Um, you're not like, full-on like big powerhouses yeah no. so it's an it's a way for people to gain capital for the business to gain capital mm -hmm. and also for people to feel get ownership of the company yeah yeah okay but good for them though yeah so we're gonna be monitoring guyana very closely um especially social awareness um social services actually because i i, I knew about this fact um mm. already but i was doing some more research into it and Guyana has the third highest suicide rate in the entire world. Yes, and they're behind Russia and Lithu Lithuania. Lithuania. <laughs> Lithuania. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would love for some of that money to go to some public health. Yeah, because that's definitely yeah. a, a big issue. And I'm wondering if it's the, ex the economic disparity that's causing such issue. Like, I mean, you can never understand. I mean, suicide is clearly something that we clearly don't understand fully. We don't grasp. Like, mm -hmm. we, we between it being a mental issue and then also it being, is, is it as a result of economic disparity? Is it a result of the economic situation the country is in? But I mean, Haiti, Guyana would not be considered one of the poorest countries in the Caribbean or the or well, South America. it was before. It was considered the, the, the poorest? Guyana, yeah. No. It was considered uh, one of the Behind poorest. Behind Haiti? No. Okay. No, ahead. But I mean, they their economy wasn't doing wasn't so the best. hot. Yeah, so I, hopefully this like puts some some yeah, hopefully it does help. It. Yeah. yeah, and increases trade. I mean, put they some started, money in the pockets of the people. <laughs> yeah, actually, they started doing their own version of carnival. Nice. Um, it's after Trinidad Carnival. I think it's uh, yeah, it's a couple weeks after Trinidad Carnival. Um, and listen, I saw some of those costumes last year, and I was I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost ready to go, but then my big account said, nope. "Stay home, stay home. <laughs> stay Can't home. afford it." Another thing that we want to talk about this week is legendary artiste, artiste, Vibes Mr. Cartel, Cartel. Mr. Cartel. He celebrated a birthday this week, mm. and he also released an album, which I thought was <laughs> trash. But Ooh. sorry. <laughs> Listen, my thing about the whole celebration of cartel, and I think I said this, I mentioned this in episode one or the, the pre-episode, is that I still don't get why we're still celebrating somebody that clearly is in prison for something that contributes to 
issues that we're having with Jamaica. He contributed something crime. Like, why, why, why? I mean, I get it. He's a part of our culture. His music is good. But I feel like this is also the reason why I feel like crime doesn't go down in Jamaica. Because I feel like... It has a cartel? Col- no, but, okay, wait, I'm not blaming cartel per se. I'm talking about the culture that we promote. We promote a culture that celebrates people like him. We celebrate dance. Do you, you don't think so? Yeah, we do. Exactly. We, <laughs> we celebrate do. dance. We celebrate killing. We talk and about I feel like I am, yeah. I'm not trying to be anti-Vibes Cartel for all those fans out there. But I don't like the idea of celebrating a man that clearly was is in prison for a crime he committed. Well, I mean, he's he's working on his appeal now. And the appeal should be coming... Um, excuse me. And Jody wants him free from prison. Uh, I did not say that. <laughs> you should say allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> sure, no one come for her. Allegedly, Jody wants allegedly. him free. Um, but we're going to have a, <laughs> what we're calling, or Vibes Cartel correspondent. <laughs> Coming right here. Uh, when the, the appeal decision. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when the decision comes down, we're going to have her come and give her views. Uh, when the court case was going on, she was actually thinking about going flying, buying a ticket from New York City to, to Kingston. Jamaica, just for what? Just to be outside the courthouse <laughs> and protest. <laughs> Talk about a fan. Listen. And then when we, I, I had an extra ticket to the Buja concert, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, you want to come? Which I did not get. No. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. But I didn't think you wanted to go. You were going I to went Jamaica. to Jamaica, yeah. the, the, like, a couple, weeks, couple months, months before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the issue, yeah. yeah. Sorry. So I offered um, our, car, our Vibes Cartel expert... <laughs> A ticket to the butcher Which concert. Which left unnamed for now. And she said, oh, you know, I'm going come. I'm going to wait till when Cartel Afim concert. Listen. <laughs> cartel is not coming out of prison. You you never, listen. <laughs> listen, you never, you never know. I'm sorry. You know what? I love his, I, I, one and two songs I like with him. One and, really? One and two, one and I two. I mean, Cartel is, I wasn't he's a, really, a lyricist. He's Let, a lyricist. Give him this. I he's, give him that. Yes, he's an I think my thing is I cannot. And he's see very be, intelligent. I can't. He is, but I can't see beyond the crime. Though I'm sorry, that's just oh, me. Really? Like I have an issue. My biggest issue with Jamaica is crime. So every time I see stuff like this, it turns me off because I'm like I feel like he contributes to the issue that I'm, that I personally have. That I take it to heart. Listen, I take the crime that's happening in Jamaica. I take it to heart. So I feel like when we celebrate some like someone like him, even fever. I'm listen. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're a good artist. <sighs> uh, I, I I get what you're saying though. I definitely get what you're saying because there's certain people I cannot stand and exactly. I do not listen to. Mm-hmm. But Cartel, I've I've grown to love Cartel. You're biased. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, probably a, a little, little bit. bit. <laughs> 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 listen, Cartel has gotten me through some very some tough work. That's true. Listen, work days with. My co-workers, mm. he's gotten me through some gym sessions. Mm. Listen. I guess we can't, I guess for you, you separate the artist from the, from yes. the person. Yes. So you separate his work Do as I artist. think he should be out of prison? No. Thank you. No, I That's don't. It. I don't. Case I mean, he's, he's still making. Jody said it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's still coming out with hits. He's, yes. still, he's literally still running that yes, song. Yes, he's still running that that's, Yeah, he's still running that song. wild. Yeah, like, come wild. on. I don't know what that says about the state of that song. <laughs> yeah, nobody's there. Yeah. Like, what happened? Wait, wait, who is out there? Nobody else? Yeah, there's a lot of people. Pop okay, Khan, but I'm clearing that out there. You have You have the six crew. Six. Six. <laughs> <laughs> they had a war with Alkaline the other day, which was hilarious. But nobody is com- nobody compared to, to Vibes Cartel. That's no one can clearly. ever compare to Vibes Cartel. Oh. A lot of people will say that he is the king of dancehall. Sorry, Still. be the man. 
Yes, yeah, Four years after going to prison. Or how many years after going? A good couple of years. Yeah. We'll find out. Tweet us if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think he's he's still the king of the dance hall. Yeah, he is. Because he, I think Cartel, he, he, he's found the formula. We'll find the formula. Find the formula. <laughs> <laughs> He he's very intelligent, but he's also aware of where he grew up, where he's from, how yeah. people are treated, especially black males in Jamaica mm, from certain areas. He clearly <laughs> connects to the people, and that yes. is one thing I respect with him. As much as I don't like yes. what he's done, I like the idea that he can connect with people. He's almost like a your good old Nas or Tupac in a sense where he connected okay. to the black community. And he understood the issues that the, was going on. The, See, I would that. say the downtown community. Yes, the black the, no, exactly. Don't he? He's like that. Yes, he connected to that 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 part of Jamaica. He does, um, and he's also an author. Of who? Of what? <laughs> uh, yeah, he released a book. It was called I, I believe it was called To the Ghetto Youths. Mm. Um, he's listen. My interesting. My family were from where we're from in Chilani. We're from we're near we're near an area called Calabar, mm-hmm. and they love him down there because he is from he went to Calabar High School. Nice. So like anytime it's boys and girls champs for those who don't know, boys and girls champ is essentially the March Madness of Jamaica. Well, Jamaica. <laughs> That's the one of the main events. And it's yep, and it's in March. And anytime champs is going on. My my family is like, where's your green? <laughs> if I see Calabar. you wearing purple, so now I just I'm sorry, wearing... <laughs> I'm biased. My dad is from my dad is from KC, so I have to wear purple all day. Oh really? Yeah. My dad on like three of my other uncles. Really? Yes, KC so all day. It was my third choice, and then I got through yeah. my second choice. KC is a high school in Jamaica. For yes, for those who don't know, and so is Calabar. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, anytime charms happen, I always wear white. <laughs> <laughs> Stay neutral. <laughs> Stay neutral. Just I, like with our politics. <laughs> whew, I was actually thinking of going to champs this year because I've never the time for me to go to champs when I was down there, I never got an opportunity to go. Mm-hmm. And I've been up here ever since. Yeah. And now that I You don't went to champs in high school? No. You I was listen, here. I was supposed to go, but my mom said <laughs> Stay <laughs> home. <laughs> you love road too much. No, I always love champs though. I guess because as much as I can't run, I, we, I was a part of the track and field team. So You were? Okay, yes. <laughs> I was. No, allegedly. I was a part of the track and field team. So champs was always a main event for us. I, I mean, mean I wasn't running, but I was still a part of the team. I was on a bench warmers. Okay. But, but it was a main event, though. I feel yeah. like it's something that it, just, it brings us together. It, it does. Actually, it track and field brings us yes, together all the time. That's what, Especially that's what during I mean. the Olympics. 2020 in Tokyo. In Elaine to- Thompson. We shall be there. Shelly and Fraser Price. No, you saying both, but what are the guys? Warren. Warren. He's not As- running. He retired. And Asafa? Asafa, he doesn't run anymore Okay, either. so we have no guys. Well, I don't know. I haven't <laughs> I'm been... sure, no. We have guys. We, have <laughs> we probably guys. do, but, they, you know, they need they're some time. Up. Yeah. Yeah. They're coming I'm, up. Yeah. I think Kamar Bailey Cole is mm. running. And Omar McClone. Yes. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, he got, he, he was the it. first Jamaican to win the 110 meters hurdles. Her, yeah. Yes. And I, the, the people's response to his winning that medal was atrocious. They call him. Them some call him fish. They they allege that he was gay, and I'm like, what do I have to do with anything? Has nothing to do with it's it. It's a metaphor for Jamaica. But that is part of the Jamaica culture. It is a part oh. of who we are. It's a part of Buju. You went to a Buju concert. 
Bougie doesn't he doesn't sing those songs anymore. Bougie is newly converted. But you know what's sad though? Speaking of track and field, a lot of our athletes aren't supported by the government, so they're, they're going to Middle Eastern countries. Yeah, because Jamaica. Here's the thing: Jamaica has not recognized the the true value of their track and field athletes. Mm-hmm. Because uh, then that's the issue. Yeah, because champs. Champs is a major recruiting event. Yeah. A ma- P- colleges from the U.S., that's You're where going, they go yeah, and, going do, and do their recruiting. recruiting children, yeah. A lot of the, if you look at the Western, if you look at the Jamaican Olympic track and field team, mm-hmm. a lot of, especially the the fem- the women runners, yeah. a lot of they them know, went to yes. college in the U.S. Listen, Babsy. Do something, please. <laughs> the Minister of Culture and Sports, please do something. <laughs> I need, yeah, the funding, listen, there needs to be more funding. Yeah, because... There needs to be... They need to invest in the athletes a little bit more. Yeah, because even um, one of my cousins, she taught mm-hmm. an Olympic runner, and he's running for Qatar. Look at that. Uh, yeah, we have a lot, a lot of our athletes are literally going. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you it's, yeah. love your country, but I feel like at the end of the day, you have a child to feed. You I have, think it's a part of... You have of, your goal. Yeah. Your own personal goal. Yeah, and you want to, you wanna, you know, you want to have nice things. Exactly. You want to be bougie. You want to eat cheeses. <laughs> you want to have a nice charcuterie Cheese and crackers. A Merlot. What? A Merlot from Mendoza. A glass of wine. Champagne from Champagne. Mm, good tea. <laughs> I have your own tea collection. <laughs> and a manga trine. <laughs> that too. Actually, East Indian. <laughs> yes. Actually, one of my dreams, my dream house in Kingston has a manga mm. tree. That's my dream house. Right in the backyard. No, not the front. Not the front. No, yeah. no, no. Because people are going to tease Mazda. Come on. No, I'm going to have a security at the gate. Oh, fancy. Or like a security system. You're part of the, the, the problem in Jamaica. At least a rich... Big houses in Jamaica. Which big house? Big houses that average Jamaican can't Af- afford. Because <laughs> places like Jody's are going to worth like 25 million. Come on. More than that. More than that. <laughs> <laughs> you see, and that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, Jamaica's housing market, Kingston housing market. Let's is, talk about that. Woo! It's a problem. I feel like they're trying, you know, we're getting to the point of one day we're going to be like Tokyo, London, New York, California. Which I like the idea of it being compared to those cities. Yeah. But I feel like for Jamaicans, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. I, I think it's the equal sharing of yeah. wealth. The spreading of wealth. The spreading right? of wealth. The equality of wealth. Yeah. I, that's always been an issue. Yeah. And I think now with housing prices soaring, yeah. it's going to become gonna be even an big, even bigger, bigger issue. issue. Yeah. I mean, like in the prime minister's speech, he said he's building, there's going to be additional um, housing units built yeah, across the like island. Yeah, I think it's like 27,000 houses. Yeah, but... What about Kingston? What about these like dilapidated areas? Can we have some development down there? Can I think that's what they need. I think yeah. I think there needs to be a redevelopment of the area because I feel like these twenty seven thousand houses are going to be created in other parishes. Yeah. But what's going on with the houses in Denham Town that needs to be fixed? Like and I feel like there are lots of complexes in Jamaica, and you uh-huh. look at them and you're like, okay. A little painting, a little renovation would yeah. do this real good. And I think there needs to be rent regulated um, apartments and housing too. Mm-hmm. Um, Why? Who can afford some of these prices? I think, you know. Are what? they really paying a lot? Of, here's the thing. Yes, they, they Growing are. up in Jamaica, strange enough, I went to my grandmother, took me to Tivoli, because um, we, we had a church in Tivoli. Yeah. And she took me to the complex where I think Siaga created that complex back in Tivoli. Yeah. And I'm realizing a lot of the people that live there, they don't actually pay the rent, though. Or they're paying a, sm- a very small amount of the rent. So when you talk about regulating rent in Jamaica, mm-hmm. we might have to be careful because I feel like, are they paying the rent? Not to, I'm not bashing anybody that's not paying the rent, but based on the stories I've heard, it's funded by the MPs. I didn't know that. Catch that tea. Ooh. <laughs> Let me take a slice of mango. 
<laughs> no, but seriously, it's been funded by the MPs, I, I which that. I have no problem with. Because at the end of the day, in America, we have housing that's funded I, by the Personally, city. I don't think it should be funded by the MPs. Why not? No? I think it should be funded by the government. True. Um, because it creates I, I think it creates a polarizing effect and I mean mm. which is which has grappled the country yeah. where like certain areas you can't wear a certain color in true yeah but that's true because yeah. at the end of the day the MP that funded funds that area now controls that area mm-hmm. and when we spot when we speak of MP we're talking about the member of parliament which in a sense would be like a senator represent yeah a representative or a senator of a parish or a county for those of us for those of our listeners that are not from Jamaica yeah you, you already know my feelings about like MPs, the government. You already know that I think that yeah. they should both go because they're the same I feel like they should get rid of all of them. In different, in different shades. Different colors. Whew. But, you know, another thing too, I've heard that Airbnbs are actually becoming an issue yeah. in Jamaica too with the skyrocketing housing with the, prices. Exactly. And, and I'm slightly prices. biased to that because my family has an Airbnb in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for the average Jamaican, it's creating a problem. Because what's happening is that investors, people like me and you who live abroad, we are investing in the country. But what's happening is that we're investing in the country, but then it's causing an increase or it's causing a, um, a ripple the effect. Re- exactly, a ripple effect. And real estate in Jamaica is skyrocketing. Like I'm seeing a studio condos in Jamaica for $21 million. I'm like the average Jamaican clearly can't afford that. Yeah. But investors are going I in. Like even people like us are going. Can't afford yeah, that. they can't afford that. But people, I think what's happened is that people that are maybe a part of the U.S. Embassy, maybe them, or people like us that are living abroad and investing and going down. Or people are just living way above their means. Or maybe Jamaican people are making, maybe they're good, there's a good portion of Jamaican people that are actually I making mean, a lot of money then. That I've, could be a thing. I've read that there's actually going to be a bubble Even yeah, As uh, always. <laughs> a housing bubble. Yeah. And that, to me, that's very scary because... Jamaica is not America, and as much economic growth that we've been having recently, I think a housing crash or a housing bubble is going to have very, very bad ripple effects on the economy. It is. But I'd ho- here's the thing. I'd hope that doesn't happen, because I feel like at the end of the day, when we're looking at Jamaica now, you look at the waterfront, you look at downtown Kingston, mm-hmm. and they're renovating, they're bringing, they're bringing um, Skyline Properties you're thinking, this is the Jamaica I always wanted to see. I always wanted to see Jamaica where real estate is always booming, where it is mm-hmm. a sought-after place. And I feel like now is the time where Jamaica is a sought-after place. Country People from all over the world are coming saying, hey, I want a property in New Kingston. I want a property by the waterfront in downtown Kingston. I feel like I am proud of that moment. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, as you talked about before, eventually the bubble is going to break. Yeah. And then something's gonna happen. It's gonna do what the sad part is it's gonna trickle down to the average Jamaican. Yeah. Inflation. Um Yeah. Because taxes. I mean this is sad to say, but at times Jamaicans do live above their means. They do. They do. I Jamaicans mean, are broad like myself. Sometimes we <laughs> live above our means. Very proud, yeah. Um and I think that's uh, It's a problem. It's it's a huge problem. But can we is 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 that something that we can fix though? I think we can. Yeah, and I, I think we can make housing more affordable. We can new developers that are coming in and building these like high rise apartments. You can be like a section of the year apartment should be designated for people that make this amount of income. That sounds like America, but what hap- here's the thing: I did real estate for one little year, but I feel like with that though, is that they designate one small area, but at the end of the day, investors are all about money. Yeah, and I feel like they see Jamaica. Jamaica is. It's booming. We talked about, like, in last week's episode, we are talking about how Jamaica is set to be basically leading CARICOM and leading the, leading 
the Jama- the Caribbean economy and investors are seeing stuff like that. So when they're investing, they're thinking, hey, you know what? I can maybe put some affordable housing here, but then I need to have, I need to make back the money mm-hmm. that I put in this country. So I'm going to still, they're still going to have 20, $21 million houses. I don't think we're getting to the point where they're housing the prices of housing in Jamaica is going to go down. Okay. Well, Which is sad, but I don't think it's yeah, possible. Yeah, so I want to know what the listeners think about yeah. housing in Jamaica. Tweet us. Tweet us, comment, um, share. You can email us. We can read your, um, your your feedback on the next episode. And we'll share it. Yeah, we just want to know what can be done to um, curve the increasing um, Jamaican housing market and also prevent a bubble. Um, and then you touched on one thing, um, foreign investors. Yeah. I believe I heard that Jamaica is going to be exporting marijuana. marijuana. That should be exciting. Just think of it, though. Black people for years were put in prison for weed, for marijuana. Yeah. And now, in America, though, white people are controlling that market. And Jamaica is now saying, I'm taking the lead, and I'm going to start, we're going to start exporting something that is be- going to become one of the biggest big business ventures we're going to see for a while. But again, it comes down to an actual product. Again, I probably sound like a broken record. Who is benefiting, benefiting from that? Because mm. a lo- there's a lot of foreign investors there are. that are that are able to get those licenses to do the greenhouses and to cultivate the weed, but your local farmer is not able to do that. And True. I'm sure Bob Marley would be rolling his grave now because he'd be thinking <laughs> yeah, all his years of, yeah. he was promoting marijuana, yeah, but Peter then Tosh. the regular person, the regular Joe, as you did say, that's true. The yeah. regular Joe that is smoking weed that maybe gotten in trouble 10 years ago, he's not going to benefit from this. Yeah, I mean, a couple years ago at the start of the Rastafarian movement, mm-hmm. there was actually a huge um, human rights issue. Yeah. Um, there was a church... That was, they were, you know, praising Ja. And they, you know, they need their weed. And the police came. <laughs> they need their weed And they ja. beat, literally mm. beat these people. That's sad. Um, dragged them into prison, all of this. And I think they're getting some reparations for that today. As they should. Um, and also, there's also designated areas for the Rastafarians as well. I mm. mean, Jamaicans and Rastafarians, it's like colonialism and uh, skin color and racism has like, taunted our views yeah. because wh- when we were growing up if you had dreadlocks oh you were basically a nobody yeah we were not associating with you because i remember even having kids in high school that used to have locks and you would just be like okay what's going and that's 2000 and what 2000 and 2001 yeah 2001 2002 yeah nobody saw them as oh my god that's a smart guy that's a good guy it was like but no like the tide no, is changing Weed is a thing. <laughs> weed has been decriminalized, yeah, and now they're about to export it. But how is, again, how is that benefiting Jamaica? True. How is it benefiting the average Jamaica? That's a good question. Yes. So with the exportation, I'm wondering what countries they're going to be sending the marijuana to. Clearly America. <laughs> yeah, more like Europe. America. Yeah, Europe, and yeah. then maybe America. But according to the, the Jamaica Observer, mm-hmm. Jamaica is said to be... The, one of the top 10 countries for exporting medical marijuana. Of course they would which be. Which is going to be a good thing for them. The, it's I, a part it's, of our brand. Yeah. But imagine <laughs> that. Though. Imagine the funding. But I was reading an article and it was talking about how at the end of the day, they're trying to get this done, but they're going to have certain issues. They're going to have certain issues. One, the church is still, the church plays a major role 
in Jamaican politics, in Jamaican culture, and two, the stigma that goes with marijuana, and then three, mm-hmm. um, funding. They're talking about banks, and mm-hmm. will NCB or social banks say, hey, I'll allow you to open this bank account, knowing that you the money that's coming from this is from You know weed. what? I feel like... People, what there's still a stigma with weed, so we can't figure it out. You know what? I think should be done. I think that the the middle class or the lower class um, mar- potential marijuana farmers, mm-hmm. you know where you should go? You should go to the Akompong Bank. <laughs> Akompong <laughs> Bank. <laughs> yes. Get the seed capital from there. <laughs> Please inform the people, Joy. Please I'm inform pretty, the people. I feel like if they had, if they have it, I don't know if they have it or not. They, I feel like they would. They would, they they would, would yeah. prosper. They, they would, would probably make money. Yeah. And that'd be actually a really good story yeah. coming from the island. Like you go to the indigenous or you go to the yeah. maroon community go to, to the fund people this. That, yes. Yeah. Actually, that if whoever is doing the marketing for this, <laughs> that's a great. But according, apparently, it's the Minister of Agriculture that's actually involved. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, the Minister of Industry and Agriculture mm-hmm. is actually involved in getting this bill passed. Okay. But we're not talking about the recreational marijuana though. Let's not let's keep that in mind. Okay. Because as much as marijuana has been decriminalized, it is still not legal. Like recreational marijuana is not legal. Shame. Shame, shame, shame. Mm. Shame. I mean I don't smoke weed, so <laughs> <laughs> neither do I. <laughs> um, but I, I think that's a shame. Especially since it's a part of our brand. And when tourists our, yeah. when people come to the island, when when like Americans or Europeans come to the island, what do they want? They want weed. That's yeah. it. They're still getting it though. They are. But here's the thing, but here's the, here's how we get back to the average person though. Uh-huh. When you decre- when you when it's like how it is right now, the average person is making the money. Because you know when white people go to Jamaica now to get weed, they're getting it from from an average Joe. They're not getting it from a business. Because remember, when they they come out the plane, they're shoved into a tour bus and brought directly to the resorts. Yeah, but then the people that are on the resort, as much as it's illegal, they're the ones that are selling it. (laughs) So see, the people are benefiting from this thing. I mean, I'm not even going to lie with that because it's true. It's true. I mean, so what's going to happen? When you start, you make this illegal, what's going to happen? It's going to be a business thing. The white man that owns um, Sandal Resort, he's gonna be the one having the the weed shop in his in the hotel, not actually, the average yeah, person. Actually, yeah, idea. exactly. Yeah, we think of yeah, it. Bush uh, Bush Stewart, um, he's the owner of Sandals, mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah, he is. His whole family, um, they're involved in the business, mm-hmm. and they were actually saying that they wanted to sell the business to investors. Uh, I need I, businesses to go back to Jamaica. Yes, someone had. What's gonna happen is he's gonna they're gonna sell to a China. Who knows? China already controls a half of Jamaica. <laughs> Sad, but half, three quarters. <laughs> Sad. But no, I, I think it would be a great idea. All that idea. money from the toll is going to China. <laughs> Gosh. Ooh, politics, politics, politics. Mm. But right. getting better. Yeah. So I think for our last section of the episode, because I think we've been talking for a while. We want to talk about crime in Jamaica <sighs> on Jeez. in the year of our Lord 2020 the in the month of, of January on the 12th day. Mm. So it seemed like crime did not stop. Not at all. And it's picking up from where we ended it in the, 2019. They have started hot, 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 hot. So in the Mountain View area in Kingston, mm. there have been 10 murders since the year started. And the year just started. We're like nowhere <laughs> past days. two weeks. Mm-mm. In one area. In one area. For those so, who don't know where Mountain View is, Mountain View is in Kingston, in Jamaica. It's it's kind it's, of like a, a bridge 
to downtown and uptown because you have to walk. Yeah, yeah you have to drive up on. Um, have you, you ever can. driven through Mountain View? I have family that live in Mountain View. Jeez. Yeah, I think we we drove through there. I think when I went there in February, we drove through there, and you uh-huh. can s- you see you see the poverty. But you know what? It's this has that area has been. Ooh, it's, it's always been known for as yeah, a, as about era though. Because I have growing uh, up when we were like eleven, twelve, we always hear we always hear about Mountain View. Yeah, I have relatives that used to live in Mountain View in the eighties, and they lived on Mountain Ave, Mountain View Avenue when you're driving up and you, before you turn to you turn wait, directions you turn left to, to go <laughs> to go up towards the National Stadium because yeah. it's really close to the close stadium. To National too. Stadium. Yes, they said that they used to sleep on the floor mm-hmm. because of all the gunshots. That's sad. Not to scare anybody away from Jamaica. Jamaica is still a beautiful place. Please it's go and Kingston visit. Is still Just great. don't go to Mountain View. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? A lot of people told me that I was being um, a bit harsh on the country when I talked about the the number of people that have. I did. Yeah, I got that yeah. feedback from one person. But you know too. what? It's a rea- it's the reality though, and I feel like yeah. we we're not gonna. I love highlighting the good of Jamaica. I'm talking about the beaches and the music and everything, but we can't escape the reality because we are from Jamaica and we're almost directly still affected. We go back, we go to Jamaica still almost every year. Yeah. We still have family members that live there, and eventually we still want to invest and possibly even retire in Jamaica. So, yeah, I would love to retire in Jamaica. Me too. I am not meant for cold weather. Not all. Me too. <laughs> so it's either Florida or Jamaica. And I'm definitely down for going to Jamaica. Not even Florida. It's Florida. But it's still Jamaica. I feel like J- Florida is like a bootleg mm. version of Jamaica. Mm-mm. We go there, I feel like me, I see bungalows and palm <laughs> trees and colored houses. Nope. Okay. They have stand your ground laws there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely not. Yeah. I do not want to raise my children in a in an area where there is where the stand your ground laws. Absolutely not. It's but going back to crime in Jamaica though, I feel there is an issue. Clearly, and I feel like the first thing the Prime Minister needs to do is he needs to start really working on this like I dipping mean, in the bud him and um prime minister andrew holness and Horace chang the security minister they i mean they're always in the news like we need to do something we're gonna do something but what's being done right nothing and then <laughs> they appeal to the church for the oh, church oh i was gonna help. talk about it yes they're appealing to the church which i have no issue with that because i am a church goer but at the end of the day Prior alone is not going to... I mean, prior does work. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like we need to take certain steps to curb crime. And But you know what? I feel like you shouldn't reach out to the church. Well, wait, I wait. Mean, why not? Because look, if, you look at, if you look at Jamaica, look how much churches are in Jamaica, right? True, but Jamaica I feel like has, that's not make it seem like church, the church is the issue because it's not. It's not the issue, but it's not going to be the solution. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you have I just all went these... to church today. I can't respond. <laughs> I mean, I went to church too via live stream <laughs> from the comfort of my home. <laughs> but yeah, but it's it, not, I agree. It's not gonna be. It's it not is, gonna no, be I don't. Churches. I don't agree. But I also I agree. At one point, Jamaica redoes really a lot of churches, and crime has been an issue since. Crime has we been getting worse babies. and worse and worse. What's up and what's up as the decade. But I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be in the church. But I feel like the church can play a role in resolving the issue of crime. Just like I feel ways? like in what ways? Just like I feel like every Jamaican can be involved in in, in resolving crime. Like we need to there needs to be some some, um, some sense of accountability. We need to have people mm-hmm. in the communities starting to speak up 
And we also need yeah. the government to protect those people that are speaking up because the issue with crime in Jamaica too is that you would hear and see stuff and you would know stuff, yeah. but you're not protected because there's like infama for dead. Exactly, and that's a, exactly and that's my, the thing. That's the part of American culture for my Americans. Infama for dead is informer. Informers. You need to die. You will die, and <laughs> usually <laughs> they will kill you. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, that, and that's the problem. Yeah. So I feel but like that's I, I what think, he brings in the church. I that's think what he's it's the Jamaican about, people that need to be that need to be held accountable, not the church. The church can't do anything. The church is made up of the people. The True. church. I, I think, think that's what he's saying. The church. But the ch- here's the thing with, with with Jamaica and the church, though. You can't you can't fail to realize this is that the church plays a major role in Jamaica. It, it does, and it it's does. like it seemed and that's for unfortunate that for Jamaica. In yes, what, in I what said sense? It. Wait, yes, wait, 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 this way, how long we got now? In what, why? We're going to have a problem now. We, we do. Because why is the church an issue in Jamaica, in Jamaican politics? They have way too much control. Over but just like America, strangely enough, as much as people think that the church doesn't have a lot of power and there's a separation of state and church in America, no, no, no. the church has control Jamaican no, no, no. politics and the Republican church is still... Republican strategists have a control and hold over the country, right? They have a control a over evangelical con- Christians. They've targeted them through a lot of um, campaigns, strategic campaigns to get True. them to vote Republican. They, the church itself does not control... The U.S. government, but the, the evangelical Jamaica, sector does have a hold on the Republican Party, and times like now, the Republican Party are in control. And I feel like it's the same thing with Jamaica. The church itself plays a major role, as much as we don't think they uh-huh. do. They play a major role in decisions that are made be made in Which Jamaica. Which is unfortunate, right? Okay, it's unfortunate so, in some aspects. In some aspects, it, it benefits. Okay, so the one of the things that's dear to my heart because mm-hmm. I I support. Men, women, children, especially children and women. And I'm going to say this right now. I'll leave it for later. (laughs) But I support women and children. And I know that there have been several female politicians that have brought articles for um, legalizing abortions in the country. Mm -hmm. And the church, actually, I think it's um, Father Holong, actually came out in public and said, if Jamaica legalizes abortion, I'm going to kill myself. That is extreme rubbish. But a lot of like, a lot, there's a lot of people out there like that. A lot yeah, of people a lot in the church like that. That's true, and I did. That's what I'm telling you, Jimmy. And the, you can't tell me what I can and cannot do Jamaica. with my body. That's true. I'm all about not telling a woman what to do and what yeah. not to do with her body. If she feels like an abortion is right for her, go ahead. I'm not. But I've always words. i i i have a strong um i have a strong philosophy about separation of church Say and that. state. Uh-huh. Um, going back to when I was younger, when I was like in high school in America. Um, I had a really transformational moment talking to a politician about this. Mm-hmm. But I, Jamaican churches have too much influence in the politics, right? But we you, cannot blame them for the crime in Jamaica. Me, I, I'm stand by that point. <laughs> for, so, for all the, so for all these years that crime has gone up in the area, listen, I, I grew uh, up, but you cannot blame Jamaica. You, you, cannot, you, can't you can't blame, blame the church, church, though. You can't blame the church, but I think they should be a part, they should be a part of it. They should be a part of the solution. I feel like Jamaicans as a whole need to be a part of the solution. But going back to, I feel like, solutions, it comes down to crime, technology. They, remember when they were trying to pass the ID system where they were trying to have every Jamaican registered and get an ID? Mm-hmm. I feel like they need to bring stuff like that back. Get everybody's. What about your driver license and your passport? Does the average Jamaican have a, Does every Jamaican person have a driver's license or a passport? No. Yes. Every Jamaican? 
A passport? Yes. I remember growing up in Jamaica and here and going down to country and none of them have a passport. Ask them if they have ID, they don't have no birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for those who understand. They did not have a birth certificate. Listen. And they did not have a passport nor a state ID. <laughs> That's the issue, though. I feel like Jamaica needs to get back to the point. No, need to get to the point where everybody has everybody's fingerprint is registered by the government. Mm. And Jamaican people feel like this is an invasion of my privacy. It is. Oh, the, the God is coming because the country God is, is coming. Yeah, I mean, is listen, coming. But it has nothing. War yeah, but the fingerprint has nothing to do with the six. Jamaican people think that's a whole six 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 thing. It's a, the the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast <laughs> because they want it. No, come on. I feel like that's a good step to solving crime. Like, say for instance, somebody goes into a house and kill off ten people. Why is it that you can't, from the doorstep, tell the thing from the fingerprint that's imprinted on the the, the door handle, tell who that person is? Because At least tell them we who that don't. Person ha- is. Jamaica does not have the technology and the resources in place to do, it. To do forensic science. But that's the point. That, that's what they need to get to. I feel like, okay, let's get away from talking about the church. They don't need to, they don't need to take everybody's it. fingerprint to Why do that. Not? They don't need to do that. That's an invasion. That's what? an invasion of privacy. When we came to the United States, they took our fingerprint down. We <laughs> had no issues coming across the boat. But <laughs> all of a sudden now, no, I feel, here's the thing. We're going to have to and I agree have a to huge disagree. Issue. I have a huge issue with that when Why? I go to the airport and I, I get my fingers, my fingers. Yeah, but God forbid, say for instance, something happens to somebody that you know in Jamaica you would want to make sure how can I find out who killed the person McGonagall at the bar <laughs> no we need fingerprint I feel like they, they need to no honestly restaurant. I feel like they need to get to the point where they, they we need to utilize forensic science and forensic technology but they don't, need to, they don't need to capture everybody's fingerprints to do that yeah but how, okay then we're gonna say okay we're gonna capture the people from Mountain View and not the people from from Washington Heights I mean, you <laughs> or drum blair no 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 you can or cherry gardens we're gonna separate and it's gonna have it's gonna be a it's gonna be a uptown downtown thing it's gonna be a, disc, a discrimination thing it's gonna be a oh we're gonna be targeting the people that are in this area and not in this area because you know here's the thing jamaica doesn't have a race problem but jamaica has a class issue Very that's another so. topic so but Woo. if we're gonna say that's an episode not, on its yeah if we're gonna series. say that <laughs> exactly if we're gonna say not everybody it's gonna be a class issue now but I think it's I think it's forensic technologies, right? It's and I think it's police investigation and cooperation with the community yeah. and Jamaicans on a larger whole True. to capture everybody's fingerprint and be like, oh, I found no. Why not? No. Start from high school. Let's do that. Let's do. Oh first of all, God. listen. Let's start from high school. When you get to high school, first of all, when you get to high school, I feel like you need to get an ID, which I think we already did. You get an ID. You get your fingerprint before you leave high school. You're getting a state or a government-issued ID free of cost. So everybody, before you leave, matter of fact, not even before you leave high school because everybody doesn't graduate high school. Uh-huh. Bef- before you get to 10th grade, everybody has a state ID that's actually good for at least 10 years. And your finger, your fingerprinted. Mm-hmm. I have no issue. Why you have a... Listen, I'm not this doing is a crime. The, this is, listen, right? Why you have an issue people with your fingerprint scam, protection? People can't scam my ID. They can't scam my passport, my credit card, my health information. They can, listen, but at the end of the day... my health if- information is in China, right? <laughs> <laughs> But this, it, my fingerprints, this is my, they can't, they can't. Yeah, but at the end of the day, if Sephiroth says, God forbid somebody comes to my house, I want to make sure that the, per- the cops can say, you know what, let's scan the door handle. Okay, okay, this is John Brown. John Brown at age 18 used to live at 1019. Mavis so Lane. And then they may say, okay, you may <laughs> cannot find him, but you can know, say, okay, I'm Mary Jane's son. I'm Mary Jane's <laughs> worker. Uh, uh, coronation markings. Listen, listen, listen. If I was a part of the security 
um, the crime or security team in Jamaica. Yeah. These are the things that I would be saying. I, I heavily disagree. What I would do is I what would, would one, do? I would increase the funding for forensic sciences in the Jamaica. Yeah, I would ensure that everyone I would ensure that everyone is um, properly trained, right? True. I'll also ensure that the police force I do two things with the police force. Mm-hmm. One, I'll ensure that they're properly trained. True. And two, I would do actually I do three things. I would educate the police force about corruption and yeah, make sure that there's a fine line. And three, I would <laughs> weed out more. all the and I feel yes, like I pay them more. Yeah. Pay them more because money. I feel That's like a lot of the point. corruption, the lot of the issues with corruption in Jamaica and um, with the cops is that they're not being paid a lot. So then they, they're taking money from, they're taking yeah. bribes and money from people that are part of the done. But I don't think solving Jamaica's issue is taking everybody's fingerprint. Listen, well, I think so. I mean, I they can so. invest in CCTV. What, so like the, 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 the camera all over the place. What are you hiding? But I, I know. Exactly. You have so you, but you don't that's need my fingerprints issue. to that's do that. That's my issue. I have nothing to hide. So I, okay, t- Jody, the American um, government already has your fingerprint. Why your hometown can't, your home country can't have it? Because I'm a yard. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Because it's my yard. <laughs> because it's my home. But no, they absolutely not. Absolutely not. And <laughs> I'm just going to say this. Jamaica, I think we've we've tried. You can't just pray, pray it away, right? Yeah. I mean, therapists say this all the time. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my therapist. Shout yes, I see them. one. But you can't, you can't, you can't always pray away, pray away this and pray away that. You Sometimes can't. there's deeper issues that you need to talk about. True. And like Jamaica has had for years upon years, they've had national days of prayer, 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 breakfast, prayer and, does work. and listen, what is it done? Press, what is press, it done thus far? Prayer still works. Listen, prayer does work, but works. there needs to be additional all, things yeah, done. I'm you all about that. You though. can't just rely on prayer. That's true. I'm all about that because the same thing with the American culture. When we have a shooting, it's all, I'm not about saying, "Oh, let's pray." for the victim's family no what happened to sensible gun control laws and regulations that are needed to curb mass shootings the same thing with jamaica we can't just be like the church needs to just pray there needs to be sensible and good laws and regulations set up in jamaica including the fingerprinting of every jamaica i disagree you know what let's hear your comments right let's hear what you have to say do this do we need to fingerprint the jamaican people that's going to be a question yeah, we're gonna put we're gonna put it on our Twitter and our Instagram, right, Mango Seed Podcast. Share it so we can get more people to, <laughs> to talk listen about in. The issue. Yeah, because I mean, you've listened to me and Dakari have a very heated debate. Still love her though. I still love <laughs> you, and we are polar polar opposites on this topic. Yeah, we sure are, but it's alright. Hey, yeah. Um, I know this is <laughs> this is extremely long <laughs> podcast. We're already at an hour, but I wanted to address something, and it's still in the realm of crime. Okay, so I posted something on, well, something was posted on our Instagram, Facebook, mm, yes. and Twitter account about the murder of a PNP Patriot member, Kevin Brown. Yes. The PNP is one of the political parties in Jamaica. They're called the People's National Party, and they have a young people arm, and it's called the Patriots. <laughs> The PMP is also, <laughs> I know, the PMP <laughs> is also the, the opposition. Opposition party. Op- and they're led by Peter Phillips, who, yeah. mm, that's another story. But for those who don't know, Jamaica has two major political parties. So we have the JLP, Jamaica, have the Labor, Jamaica Labor, Labor Party, and yeah. the PMP, the People's National Party. So, so um, he's a part of the People's, PMP, yeah, the yeah. People's National Party. So he was murdered last month in yeah. December, which seems like two weeks ago. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and... It was 
turn it turned out that after some investigation by the police he was found actually with 50 passports mm-hmm. and visas on him and scammer in there <laughs> And it was, it turned out that they, they found out that he is, was actually a part of a visa scam. and passport scam. Mm-hmm. And I think the first question that came to a lot of people's minds was people still are buying visas. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, back in like, the day. Everybody gets a visa now. Yeah. So it's like, what's going on? Every, back in the day, you used to call it Bandulo. Yeah. Bandulo visa, right? Remember so you get the visa. The fake gets, passport yeah. outside a passport office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> allegedly. I, don't, I don't have one yeah allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> but he but another thing too is he worked in the ministry of energy and he was being groomed to take over um the area where he was representing um from philip powell who was a senior member of the pnp so he would have become the senior member yeah and he mm-hmm. would have been the mp for the area too and he and gave he was, up all of that and he was a justice Jesus. he didn't give it up he got killed for <laughs> and he was a justice of the peace rest in peace to him though r.i.p um respect to him and his family and his yes. friends come on but i need there to be some we some investigation yeah. um I, actually i found out about it from a tweet from a um a jlp parliament member and the tweet was so shady mm. <laughs> so shady fire. Ooh. I, I still feel it, but <laughs> this is, and then I was re, I was looking at um, looking at what people were saying across social media. Allegedly, this a woman she had posted under in some comments that she had paid him two hundred thousand Jamaican dollars mm-hmm. to get a passport, and she was looking for his fa- any contact for his family to get her money back. I should not get the money back now. So what she trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> but another thing I heard, allegedly. There are members of the government, right, within the the government ranks. I don't think senior members yeah. that are also doing the same thing, scamming passports. Jamaican politicians. I mean, the politics of Jamaica is tricky. It's very polytricksy, if you want to make a word like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are corrupt. They're involved in gangs. They're involved with the Dons. You don't want to get involved in all that. But allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Nobody come for me for that. But growing up, that's what we heard. Yeah. That's why I'm all about getting rid of all of them. Start afresh. Look at us agreeing on something. Le- there we go. That's a great way to end the <laughs> podcast. Unity. Unity and strength. Yes. Me Edward Tiago and Mike. Like, like, listen, we're like Edward Tiago and Mike and Manley. On that day with Bob Marley. Bob them <laughs> on the stage. <laughs> Where is Bob Marley? All oh, the mangoes. Oh, yeah. It brings us together. It, it, it brings us together. It brings our, us yes. together. The Mango it, Tea Podcast. Yep. We actually have two mangoes in front of us now. Them fluxy, them the ripe. Them the ripe. It. Not East Indian. These are actually really tough. Uh, These I cannot are wait for made in Mexico. No, it's made in Ecuador. Ecuador, okay. Okay. All right. Well, we'll put those aside then. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining thank us you for today. Listening. Thank you for listening. I know we went <laughs> a little bit longer <laughs> than expected, but still, thank you for rocking with us and listening. Um, you can listen to po- Mango Tea Podcasts on all major platforms where you listen to podcasts. Spotify. Google Play. Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, yes. Um, and, and SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yes, SoundCloud, that's where we started. <laughs> that's where we started. That's um, So like, comment, share, tell your family, tell your friends, tell your nieces. And don't forget to download the podcast. Mm-hmm. Always download it you can you da- Yep, you can download the podcast for offline um, listening. Yeah, and we, want it, we definitely want to hear your questions. So definitely comment, yeah. definitely tweet us. 
and if you're not following us on Twitter and Instagram, follow us. Follow us. Mangos T Podcast. And then you can always email us at mangoteapodcast at gmail.com. Okay. All right. With that, enjoy your week. It's a wrap. Go get a mango. Go get a mango. Go drink some tea. All right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>